Um, but the big story of the day is that Ed Sheeran has been found not liable in the Marvin Gaye copyright trial. Had to go to New York, go to a Manhattan court. And I've actually just got his whole statement out mm. the front of the court for you to play. You'll be hearing grabs of it, but I actually felt he, he wrote it like it was a handwritten thing. He looked very nervous, which is so different to when you see him, you know, on stage from when, when yeah, he was yeah. here um, at Suncorp. Um, so he was quite nervous, dressed in a suit, which we don't see him do that either. He's normally in his really casual gear and his kind of cool cargos. He's a cargo guy like you are, Gailey. Yes. So much in common. And, um, and there, there's a really sad part in it. He missed his nan's funeral wow. to have to attend court. Have a listen to this. I'm obviously very happy with the outcome of the case and it looks like I'm not having to retire from my day job after all. But at the same time, I'm unbelievably frustrated that baseless claims like this are allowed to go to court at all. We've spent the last eight years talking about two songs with dramatically different lyrics, melodies and four chords which are also different and used by songwriters every day all over the world. These chords are common building blocks which were used to create music long before Let's Get It On was written and will be used to make music long after we are all gone. They are in a songwriter's alphabet, our toolkit, and should be there for all of us to use. No one owns them, or the way they are played, in the same way that nobody owns the colour blue. Unfortunately, unfounded claims like this are being fuelled by individuals who are offered as music experts in musical analysis. In this instant, the other side's musicologists left out words and notes, presented simple and different pitches as melody, and by doing so, created what I think we proved for all to see were misleading comparisons and disinformation to find supposed similarities where none exist. And I think we proved for all to see that they tried to manipulate my my and Amy's song to try and convince the jury that they had a genuine claim. I'm very grateful that the jury saw through those attempts. This seems so dangerous to me, both potential claimants who may be convinced to bring a bogus claim, as well as those songwriters facing them. It's simply wrong. By stopping this practice, we can also properly support genuine music copyright claims so legitimate claims are rightly heard and resolved. If the jury had decided this matter the other way, we might as well say goodbye to the creative freedom of songwriters. We need to be able to write our original music and engage in independent creation without worrying at every step of the way that such creativity will be be wrongly called into question. Like artists everywhere, Amy and I work hard to independently create songs which are often based around real-life personal experience. It's devastating to be accused of stealing someone else's song when we put so much work into our livelihoods. I'm just a guy with a guitar who loves writing music for people to enjoy. I am not and will never allow myself to be a piggy bank for anyone to shake. Having to be in New York for this trial has meant that I've missed being with my family at my grandmother's funeral in Ireland, and I will never get that time back. Oh... Yeah. Oh, that just broke my heart yeah, for him. Yeah, yeah. You just made, that was probably to just make it clear. Hey, you're yep. wasting my time. Yes, and it's valuable time, precious time. So, so glad that's happened because I can't imagine a world without Ed Sheeran's music. I know that's entertainment news.